0: Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Prism Church, available for download Monday through Friday. Hi, I'm Pastor Chuck Ryer, of Prism Church in Pasadena, California. Our ambition is to encourage you to pray daily and reflect on God's presence in your life. As we contemplate the truths of the gospel, study the attributes of God, and meditate on the promises of God's word, our hope is that we reflect these beautiful realities to those around us and at the same time, refresh our own souls. This month's inaugural readings are from the New City Catechism Daily Devotional. The New City Catechism is the doctrinal standard of Prism Church. Today's devotional comes from question 46, which asks, What is the Lord's Supper? The Catechism answers, Christ commanded all Christians to eat bread and to drink from the cup in thankful remembrance of him and his death. The Lord's Supper is a celebration of the presence of God in our midst, bringing us into communion with God and with one another, feeding and nourishing our souls. It anticipates the day when we will eat and drink with Christ in his Father's kingdom. Today's scripture reading comes from 1 Corinthians 11, verses 23-26. through For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Our first commentary today comes from Richard Baxter. Oh, what unspeakable mysteries and treasures of mercy are here presented to us in a sacrament. Here we have communion with a reconciled God and are brought into his presence by the great reconciler. Here we have communion with our blessed Redeemer, as crucified and glorified and offered to us as our quickening, preserving, strengthening head. Here we have communion with the Holy Ghost, applying to our souls the benefits of redemption, drawing us to the Son and communicating light and life and strength from Him unto us, increasing and actuating His graces in us. Here we have communion with the body of Christ, his sanctified people, the heirs of life. When the minister of Christ by his commission represents a crucified Christ to our eyes, by the bread and wine appointed to this use, we see Christ crucified as if it were before us, and our faith layeth hold on him, and we perceive the truth of the remedy, and build our souls upon this rock. When the same minister by Christ's commission doth offer us his body and blood and benefits. It is as firm and valid to us as if the mouth of Christ himself had offered them. And when our souls receive him, by that faith which the Holy Ghost exciteth in us, the participation is as true as that of our bodies receiving the bread and wine which represent him. Our second commentary is from Ligon Duncan. The Lord's Supper is a covenant sign and seal. That means it both represents and confirms to us the precious promise that God, through Jesus Christ, he will be our God and we are his people. In the Lord's Supper, we have a remembrance, a celebration of God's presence, and an experience of communion. We also have something that nourishes us, and in the Lord's Supper, we anticipate the glory to come. First, we have a remembrance in the Lord's Supper. In the Lord's Supper, Jesus told his disciples that they were going to proclaim his death until he comes, the bread and the wine, the body and the blood of Christ in the Lord's Supper. It's a representation of a covenant sacrifice. The two constituent parts indicate that Jesus' death was a deliberate act on his part. He gave himself as a sacrifice in our place for the forgiveness of sins. And so every time we celebrate the Lord's Supper, we are to remember the meaning and sacrifice of the death of Jesus Christ on our behalf. We are to remember, do this in remembrance of me, Luke 22:19. 19. We celebrate the glorious work of atonement that Jesus accomplished for us. Second, the Lord's Supper also is a celebration of God's presence. Isn't it amazing that we are invited to slide our knees up under the table of God. That is especially amazing in light of our rebellion. In Genesis 3, Satan said to Eve and to Adam, take and eat this fruit. They ate the fruit against God's command. And what was the result? Did it result in their satisfaction and fulfillment? It resulted in their being driven away from the presence of God but at the Lord's table, the Lord invites us back into his presence. When Jesus says to his disciples, take and eat, he reverses the words of the serpent in the garden. Derek Kidner has this wonderful line, quote, God will taste poverty and death before take and eat become verbs of salvation. We experience that every time we come to the Lord's supper, every time we hear the minister say, Take and eat, all of you. It's a celebration of our reunion with God, a celebration of his presence with us and our enjoyment of his near fellowship. Third, the Lord's Supper is a communion. It's a communion with God and with his people. We not only commune with the living God by grace, we not only commune with the living God by what Jesus has done for us on the cross, but we commune with one another. When we're united to the Lord Jesus Christ, we're united to everyone who is united to the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why Paul says to the Corinthians, you must discern the body. 1 Corinthians 11.29 He's not telling them that they need to understand some mystical thing about the Lord's Supper. What's the body he's talking about? The body of Christ, the church, the fellowship of believers. Finally, the Lord's Supper is a spiritual nourishment. It's a means of grace. It's one of God's appointed ways by which He builds us up and nourishes us, confirms our faith and strengthens us for growth. And the Lord's Supper is an anticipation of the glory to come. Jesus washed His disciples' feet on the night He was betrayed, and He served them the elements of the Lord's Supper. Interestingly, when Jesus speaks of the marriage supper of the Lamb in consummation, Luke twelve thirty-seven, in glory, when the great end has come and all acknowledged him to be king, he says on that day he will bid us all to recline, just like the disciples reclined on the night of the Lord's Supper, and he will gird himself and serve us. Yes, in the Lord's Supper, we anticipate the marriage supper of the Lamb, where we will sit down with one another in glory, and our Savior will serve us again everything that we need. What a joy it is to come to the Lord's table. Today's prayer Bread of life, we take the Lord's Supper in reverent obedience. We do not want to receive it unworthily, so we come in repentance and faith. Help us to forgive the sins of those who have sinned against us, especially the believers with whom we share the bread and the cup. They are partaking of this meal proclaim your saving death and our desperate need of it. Amen.